Hello, my friends. We are coming to the end of another, well, shall we say, harrowing week in terms of everything that's going on in the world. Uh, I uh, want to bring to your attention something that I don't think has got nearly enough attention. It is good news. Politically, it's good news, at least if you share my values. Uh, now, I know the conventional wisdom about midterm elections is that the party in power loses big. And I have lived through enough midterms to know that the conventional wisdom is mostly correct. Now, does this make Biden and the Democrats toast when it comes to retaining control of the House and Senate? No, especially because one huge loose cannon is aimed at the Republican Party. And that loose cannon's name is Donald Trump. About 30% of Americans love the guy. Uh, 10% uh, will vote for him, would vote for him again. But a majority of Americans detest him. He is toxic, especially in the swing suburbs that will determine the outcome of the midterms. Almost every time Trump moves center stage, Republicans' odds decline. Now, for a few months, I was naive enough to think that Trump would stay fairly quiet. He was shoved off Twitter and Facebook and so on. But he is constitutionally unable to avoid the limelight. His narcissism knows no bounds. This past week, he trumped his way back into the news. He loudly unendorsed Alabama Representative Mo Brooks. Mo Brooks. Uh, Mo Brooks is now running for a Senate seat. Uh, and uh, Mo Brooks returned the unfavor from Trump by disclosing that Trump repeatedly, including recently, pressed Brooks to overturn the 2020 presidential result. Uh, I would expect Brooks to be called by Congress's select committee investigating the reasons for the January 6th insurrection. He seems quite ready to talk. Also this week, Trump called on Vladimir Putin to release dirt on the Bidens. I mean, hello, talk about bad timing. Trump's big mouth instantly reminded everybody that he had called on Ukrainian President Zelensky to dig up dirt on the Bidens during the 2020 presidential campaign by threatening to withhold U.S. military aid intended to defend Ukraine against Russia. And in 2016, he had called on Putin to release Hillary Clinton's emails. But in 2016 and 2020, the American public merely considered Putin bad news. Now, Putin is the arch-villain of the world. Also this week, it was revealed that Virginia Thomas, wife of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, had, in the weeks following the 2020 election, pressed Trump's chief of staff to do everything possible to reverse the outcome of the election. Hmm. In connection with the January 6th insurrection, uh, Congress recommended this week uh, to the Justice Department that two former Trump advisors, Dan Scavino and Peter Navarro, be criminally charged with contempt of Congress. By the way, this coming Thursday, Trump's son-in-law, Jared Kushner, is expected to voluntarily, quote-unquote, appear before the House Select Committee on the January 6th insurrection. He's not going to be protected by executive privilege. Uh, so he, if he says anything that is untruthful, he knows he is criminally liable. Oh, wait, I'm still not done. A federal judge ruled on Monday that Trump, 
along with John Eastman, the lawyer who had defended him on how to uh, overturn the 2020 election, advised Trump on how to do it. Well, the judge determined that Trump and Eastman had most likely committed felonies, including obstructing the work of Congress and conspiring to defraud the United States. It got to the judge because the January 6th committee, which is weighing making a criminal referral to the Justice Department, had used a filing in that case uh, with regard to Eastman to lay out the crimes it believed Trump might have committed. Well, this was just one week. This is just last week. And remember, the committee's report will be released later this year. So expect not just ripples, but a tsunami that may even force the Hamlet-like Attorney General Merrick Garland to charge Trump with a host of crimes. And as if this weren't enough, Trump has placed big midterm election bets on dozens of ballots across the nation through Trump-branded endorsements, which means Trump will be a central player in campaigns just about everywhere. So, whether the Republican Party likes it or not, and even if Democrats are reluctant to talk about Trump because political advisors are are telling them not to, Trump is going to feature big in the upcoming midterms. As a result, the swing suburbs are more likely to vote Democrat, increasing the odds that Democrats will keep control over the House and Senate.